Welcome to the Pinch of Magic podcast with me, Rebecca Newin. Today, I want to talk about intuition. But first of all, I want to share a huge celebration. <laughs> um, this morning, yesterday, this morning, I finished... I've actually finished my book. It has had its final edits. The editor is taking a week off and then it's being proofread, which is so exciting. I don't know if you've ever had this before. It just feels like a couple of weeks ago, I was like, this is never gonna get done. I'm never gonna get to the end of this. There's still so much to do. And then suddenly it's just all come together. And I'm just like, there's nothing else for me to do now. I've done my part of it magical knickers and other enchantments reclaim the magic of you the book is nearly ready to be launched into the world and as i know you love listening to podcasts you might actually like this because i'm recording an audio version and the audio version randomly (laughs) because it's just me um won't be going out through audible it's actually going to be downloaded into a podcast app so wherever you're listening to this podcast now if you wanted to, you could listen to my book. And I'm actually going to make, for the when the book is launched, um, which obviously you will, you will know about, <laughs> but it's not, for, it's not for a while yet. It still needs to get designed and everything else. But in about six weeks' time, it should be ready. Um, if you purchase the book, you can get a free copy of the audiobook. Or you can just purchase the audiobook. It's entirely up to you. So that is very exciting. And I've had great fun collating like little free bonuses to download it and recording things. And I don't know if anyone else has felt this, but it must be like a super creative time right now because that book is, like I say, I'm so excited. I've done my part of it. But I've also been, and this is why today's podcast has come about actually, is that I've been reviewing a lot of the courses on my website so I have so many courses and most of them I haven't had available for a long time but today I found myself updating a course on intuition and updating a course on charm casting and it got me thinking about the importance of of this and and how I guess how pivotal it is for for me and my life and um so much so (laughs) I have I now have four Instagram accounts just being a little bit extra. I have my Shiro's Journey one called Your Shiro's Journey, which is just all my pictures and it is just nature pictures. And it's my place I go to when I just want a sacred pause. So Your Shiro's Journey <laughs> for pausing nature. Um, one following the adventures of my little puppy, Merlin the Vimarana. Um, <laughs> and it, it's, it's him snoozing. And, you know, if anyone's had a puppy, they know how exciting it is. Um, So he's got his own account. Obviously, I've got the Modern uh, Witch Way account, which is linked to this podcast and all the magical work that I do. And then I've started an intuitive one called Intuitive Charm Casting, which is just about charm casting. Now, again, you might like this because what I've what I've been offering is because I love charm casting, absolutely obsessed by it. I've written a book on charm casting. I've created another book just on charm casting maps, which is where you cast your charms onto. Maybe you've heard of charm casting. Maybe you haven't. But it's so, so fun. And it's super, it's super, it's super practical, which is why I love it. But what I'm doing on that intuitive charm casting page is because I want it to be a resource for people to learn how to charm cast, how to tap into their intuition, is I've been offering free um, charm casting readings. And what I've been doing is I the the 
the exchange is that I can share it on my Instagram. So I go live. I don't name anyone, but I'm like, like I've just done two today, actually. Someone just wanted general guidance and someone else was starting a business on Etsy and they wanted to know what they needed to be aware of. It was a, a, a card reading business. And so I haven't named where they have come from and they're not tagged or anything like that. So they're fairly anonymous. Um, and then I've just done a reading for them and it's been really fun and the feedback's been excellent um, about people learning how to see how I've cast the charms, how I'm interpreting the charms, what happens if they're upside down, what happens if they fly off the mat. Now, if you're like, Rebecca, what on earth is charm casting? That might be like a foreign language. But if you are interested in charm casting or learning about it, come and um, join me over on Instagram. Or, of course, pop into my DMs over there and ask for a free reading. I'm do I'm trying to do like one a day at the moment. And I think I've got like four or five lined up. Um, but it's the weekend. Maybe I'll do a few more. <laughs> so, um, yeah, if that interests you, come over. And if you did want a, a free reading come over and obviously if everyone who listens to this podcast asks for one that might be a very very long list but I don't suppose everyone will ask for one but if you are curious about charm casting and want to see how I work with the charms come and join me so all that to say it's really got me connected to that energy of intuition today and I think when we're working our magic when we're even just when we're just doing regular life stuff magical life stuff all of it it's so important to be able to discern what is your intuition and what isn't your intuition. Like sometimes people are like, oh, I had this, I had this feeling and it was my intuition. And sometimes that's not. <laughs> sometimes that's fear. Sometimes that's all trauma stored in the body. Sometimes it's your subconscious trying to keep you safe. So the first thing that I think is essential to understand about your intuition is it will never tell you anything negative. It will never berate you. It will never tell you off. It's not what I call jazz hands energy either. Um, someone said to me once they'd signed up for this program. It's a, it was a very um, high end program and a business program. And they said, I just knew it was the right thing, Rebecca, because it felt like just before you take off on a plane. And I thought, oh, that doesn't sound like intuition. That sounds like emotion. Because, um, you know, emotions are highly charged, whereas your intuition is that quiet voice, which is why it's so easy to bypass it, because it is just that quiet voice that's not got any attachment to it. And sure enough, unfortunately, that course didn't work out for that person and they ended up in a significant amount of debt because of it. And so obviously that's quite an extreme case. But when we can trust our intuition, when we can understand what is our intuition, what's fear, what's emotion, it really allows us to make decisions that are right for us. So, for example, when I was like creating a page on my website, it's almost like things just like drop into place. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that's it. That's the picture or that's the word or that's the colour. Now, not every single page is as perfect as that but every so often I'm like oh there it is it's just that that inner knowing it's like everything's just aligned up for you for me and one of the ways I mean I've always been incredibly intuitive and I do believe absolutely believe every single person has the ability to be intuitive some people are just more connected into it but everybody has the ability to be intuitive 
And the more we work with it, it's a skill. The more you work with it, the better it becomes. Now, of course, I've been practising kinesiology for (laughs) quite a few years now, uh, quite a few decades now. And that's a very intuitive skill. So for 20 years, 20 plus years, I've been like honing that skill. And it's something that I I barely think about. It's like, "Mm, I, I have a message, I trust it. Sometimes I might want to ignore it, <laughs> but I do trust it. And it really, it really came home to me one day. A f- friend of mine, her father had passed and she said to me, Rebecca, and she asked me a question about him. And I straight away heard an answer. And I, I said to her, oh, I don't know if this is right, but this is what I heard. Because, you know, I don't talk to dead people. (laughs) It's not something I want to do. And she said to me, don't you trust yourself? And honestly, it felt like someone had whacked me around the face with like a wet towel. And straight away, I was like, yes, of course I do. I never, ever doubt my intuition ever. And she's like, so was that the message? And I said, yes. And because I didn't, I didn't know this person. They lived the other side of the world from me. And she said yeah that's exactly what he would have said but logically I was like oh that's a bit of a weird message (laughs) yeah I think someone who'd passed might be a bit more charming um but she was like no that's exactly what he would have said but it it was for me it was that real wake-up call of like don't you trust yourself and it was such a shock because it's like I absolutely trust myself you know I trust myself when crows tell me where a tree is I trust myself and I'm like hey there's a dragon flying around my room right now it's not mine who does it belong to now that is quite an extreme amount of trust to have in yourself but like I say when it's when it's your day in and day out it becomes quite normal but how do you get there (laughs) and I think for me a couple of years ago I realized that the the fundamental piece that enables me to trust my intuition to trust the messages I receive to understand when it's like a self-doubt moment or when it is my intuition is I really believe it's about becoming a person of your word because intuition is all about creating a relationship with yourself creating a relationship with the unseen creating a relationship with you know our world very much values logic and reason it doesn't like things it can't contain it doesn't like things it can't put under a microscope and understand what's going on so when we step into our intuition it's very much stepping in to that unknown energy that our society doesn't really value um because it can't control it it can't contain it it can't you know there's no value to it because it doesn't exist under a microscope and this idea of completely trusting yourself and becoming a person of your word for me was the fundamental piece to this and again for years I always used to joke oh I think I can bend time and you know I would drive somewhere absolutely obeying the speed limit you know sometimes I might sneak a little bit faster but on occasion on these occasions it's almost like I slowed down and got places quicker I would do a drive and I'd be like oh it'll only take me 20 minutes And I would do it and it would only take me 20 minutes. And then I'd think about the distance I'd just travelled. I'm like, how on earth did I do that with traffic and not breaking the speed limit? Or I'd do a piece of work and I'm like, oh, that'd only take me 45 minutes. And it would only take me 45 minutes. And I'd look back and go, how on earth did I manage to write that much or create that much within 45 minutes? Um, And it's I think it's because it suddenly dawned on me a couple of years ago that it's I don't lie to myself. 
So if I tell myself, oh, it's going to take 45 minutes, guess what? It takes 45 minutes. Now, here's, here's the unfortunate thing. I wish I could be like, oh, yes, this drive to Cornwall, which would usually take four or five hours, is only going to take me 10 minutes. Obviously, I don't believe that. <laughs> so it doesn't, it's not, it's not something I can force upon something. But if I, if I look at a piece of work and be like, oh, yeah, that will take me 45 minutes, it will take me 45 minutes. Even if when I look at it afterwards, I'm like, oh, that was a lot of work to get done in that. So I haven't learned how to quite manipulate that energy to, to work for me in any other way apart from when it's just that intuitive, like, oh, yeah, it's going to take me that amount of time. And it's because I don't lie to myself that it does take me that amount of time. Because it's almost like the energy of my space is like, well, she's never lied. To, she doesn't lie to us. So I had to change it from never because I'm sure I did when I was younger. Um, <laughs> she doesn't lie to us. So of course, that's what it's going to take. And it's like that absolute alignment with like your energy, your thoughts, your belief. And then so it is. But the, so I actually thought I could bend time. I was like, I don't know how I do this. I just bend time. And then I realised it's actually because I trust myself and that the universe or the energies around me are just like, oh, yeah, of course, that's what it's going to take. And so if you would like that skill too, to trust yourself to air quotes, bend time, it really does start with becoming a person of your word. And like I said, this is all about relationships. So every day, do something, say something like consciously so that you can trust yourself. And it might be that every day I'm going to drink more water and then every day you drink more water. And I would start with something as really, it almost seems silly, but how often do you lie to yourself? It sounds a bit harsh when I say it like that, but how often do you lie to yourself? Because quite often we say to ourselves, oh, I'm going to start that exercise routine and I'm going to go to the gym three times a week or I'm going to cut back on eating this or I'm going to read my book or I'm going to write that book or I'm going to start this hobby. And then we don't. And our bodies remember that. They're like, oh, she said she was going to do that and she didn't. He said he was going to change this and he didn't. And so if I said to you, that person over there is always lies to me. You would meet them and you wouldn't trust them. We don't like people we can't trust. We might tolerate them, but we'll never have like a vulnerable intimacy with that person because we don't trust them. It is no different than when you lie to yourself, even if it seems like, oh, it's just a little lie. Oh, it's nothing really. That's it's, It was just, I didn't really mean it. Yeah. So think about how many times today you have broken promises to yourself. Perhaps you say, I'm never going to contact that person ever again. And then you do. Perhaps you say to yourself, I'm never going to let them speak to me that way ever again. And then you do. Each time you're betraying yourself. Each time you're wearing away that confidence within yourself. And so instead of making the big promises to yourself, Start really, really small. Say, for example, you did want to feel fitter and healthier and leaner and stronger and you wanted to start an exercise routine. Instead of saying to yourself, I'm going to go five times a week, just say to yourself, you know, each day I'm going to move my body. And that might look like walking around the garden, walking around the block, stretching when you get out of bed, having a little dance around the kitchen when you're making your morning drink. It doesn't have to be big. 
again, we live in a world where big is celebrated. And someone says, oh, how's your exercise routine going? And you're like, yeah, today I danced around my kitchen. <laughs> someone might be like, oh. Whereas if you've gone, yeah, I've been to the gym like five times this week and like for two hours, people will be like, oh, wow, that's amazing. And so we're not doing this for other people. We're doing this to change your relationship with yourself, not how you're perceived by the world. Because your relationship with you is going to outlast everything. And so when you can make those promises to yourself, today I'm going to drink a little bit more water. Today I'm going to type 10 pages, sorry, 10 words, 50 words of my new book. Today I'm going to make sure I read half a page of a book. I'm going to listen to that podcast, download that audiobook, whatever it may be. Choose something that you're going to succeed at. It almost feels like cheating. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but Rebecca, that's so easy. But when you do more, when you say, oh, I'm just going to move my body, and then you do end up going to the gym, going for a run three, four, five times a week, you're winning. <laughs> you know, there's no pressure. You're doing that for the sheer joy and delight of it. You're doing it because it nourishes your body and it feels good rather than doing it because you have to. And the added or almost more important benefit is you've started to tell yourself the truth. And, you know, I often think that truth is the most powerful force in the world. I know some people say, no, no, Rebecca, it's love. I actually think it's truth because once you know truth, there's no turning back. You can't lie once you have that truth there. It's like everything changes when you have that energy of truth. And that's what we're looking for with our intuition. That moment of clarity, that that moment that comes in and we just know it just feels a particular way it feels clear it feels calm the problem is again in our <laughs> rah 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 life that we live the noisier the better you know it's like you have to be louder and noisier to get the attention and so when our intuition just drifts in gives us the message and drifts away again we grab it and we're like oh that's it. This is so true. And it, it just lands and it feels perfect. And then we start to dissect it. Well, maybe that wasn't it. It didn't last very long and it, then it's gone and, you know, it hasn't left a huge wake. <laughs> it's just like you believed it. And then the judgments, the expectations, society comes along and then it, it dissects our intuition again. And before we've all gone, well, prove it to me. And how can this be right? And what about this? And this doesn't seem right. And blah, 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 blah. We've dissected it and there's nothing left. And then you're like, oh, it can't have been my intuition. And then you've moved on again. Instead of taking that moment just to pause, to sit with it and trust it. And so our intuition communicates with us in so many different ways. I want to give you, I want to give you this as an idea of how you can start really connecting with your intuition and knowing how your intuition communicates with you. Now, I'm a very auditory person. When I when I receive intuitive messages, I hear them. When I know something is right, I feel it. Like I said about my website, it's just like lands and I'm like, oh clunk. There, there's it just like chinks into place ever so gently. That might not be true for you. Maybe you do hear things, maybe you do feel things. But maybe there's a different way your intuition communicates with you. So I think the easiest way to do this is to think about what is your dominant sense? What is that sense that takes over in your life? 
Now, like you, like I said, I use many of my senses and you'll likely use more than one or two, maybe three or maybe all of them. But just for now, just think about what is your top sense? So the way that I first realised what mine was is what is your sense that gets overwhelmed the quickest? So for me, it's always like, oh, my God, can can we just turn the noise down? It's like I'll, I'll walk into my house sometimes and like everyone's on different things and there's noise going on all over the place. And if <laughs> I'm just like, OK, let's just calm all this down, please. Yeah. Or perhaps it's light. This is another one for mine. My partner walks in turning all the lights up. I walk in and I turn them all back down. So candlelight for the win, for sure. But maybe everything suddenly becomes too much in your eyes too. And you're just like, oh my goodness, just please just turn everything down. Perhaps suddenly you feel overwhelmed physically and you just feel like you have to retreat and get away from everything. What is that sense that is the quickest to get overwhelmed? That's likely to be the sense that you receive most of your intuitive information. Like I said, that it's likely to be through several senses, but start by noticing that one. The other way to look at it is which sense delights you. You know, if you could have your perfect day, what would you do? You know, perhaps you'd go for a massage because you just oh, love that feeling. Perhaps you would go and visit a museum to gaze upon the beauty. Perhaps you would want to go and listen to a band or hear the waves crashing and the ocean. It's like, what is the sense that you would love to have nourished and fulfilled? Because that brings you the greatest sense of satisfaction. And maybe they're the same. Notice the answers and become curious. Perhaps you have different answers. Great. Test out both of them. But for the next day, if say, for example, if it was sight, if you're like, oh, my God, it's sight, Rebecca. Sight's my predominant sense. As you go through the day, just notice images that might come to you, dream-like images that might come to you. You might physically see a sign <laughs> this way. You might see, you might notice some words in a book that just seem to like jump off the page. You might just catch something out of the corner of your eye or flick through a magazine and, a, you know, just there's a word or a phrase that, that pops up for you. Perhaps you'll look to the clouds and you'll see an image or a shape of something or you'll look to the leaves on the floor right now if it's autumn where you are and you'll see a pattern. Look for the patterns, look for the shapes, look for the words, the signs, the symbols. If it's your ears that become overwhelmed the quickest or that you're like, oh gosh, I just love listening to music so much. Um, notice song lyrics, notice conversations that you overhear, notice messages that just seem to, you know, randomly pass through your mind. But listen, pay attention and listen. Perhaps you're a feeling person. Notice the feelings that you have throughout the day. When when do you feel a line? What gently pulls you forward? What moves you backwards? Because there's different types of intuition too. Some intuition pulls you forward. That's a heart intuition. That's a yes, please energy. And some intuition, that gut intuition, pulls you backwards and literally repulses you to say, no, that's enough. Okay, so start there and start experimenting with how the world around you communicates with you because I believe the world is always communicating with us we just have to learn to receive the information that it gives us 
I am one of those annoying people that's like, Rebecca, what's the meaning behind this? And I've just seen this. What does that mean? Or I've got a pain in my knee. What does that mean? It's like, I'll, I'll find the symbology in most stuff. Um, but it's like, start becoming curious because when you can trust your intuition, you get to cut out the noise of the judgments, the expectations, all of that should energy in the world and come back home to yourself it allows you to make decisions quicker you don't have to second guess yourself you're not starting on a path and going oh is this the right one i don't really know it's exhausting just questioning re-questioning yourself again and again maybe you're like this is the path i'm gonna take yes and then you're like but i need another sign and then another sign and if four red cars come past me next i know i'm on track and then the four red cars come past and you're like yes but now i want two swans and it's like, it cuts past all of that. It gives you such a deep sense of like inner power and sovereignty and inner authority. And even if people around you don't agree with you, even if people around you don't understand your life choices, even if people around you go, Rebecca, a crow did not talk to you. I can just go, sure. Because I, I absolutely trust my experience. So even when I get messages from uh, dead people, I'm like, oh, yeah, I do have to believe that, don't I? Because absolutely, I do trust myself. Um, but also, I tell dead people that I'm not open for conversations in general. It's just that, that one happened to sneak through because it was my friend. Um, <laughs> so, so equally, we can be very clear on what we will allow and won't allow in our space. You might decide that actually... You don't want to be bombarded with like intuitive wisdom all day long. You want to sit down with your journal at the end of the day and be very considered with it or say to the universe, right, between this time, between, I don't know, two and three on a Sunday afternoon, that's when I'm going to sit down with my, you know, my planner or my journal and I'm going to ask a question and that's when I would like my guidance returned. So this is like, these are your rules. These are your choices. I... I happily live a very intuitive life where I just think to myself, oh, there's a question. Oh, there's the answer. You know, or I use the charms and I it's been it's been really fun actually doing these like little live readings for people because I have lots of people ask me for readings, but it's not something I offer. If you're working with me on a one to one, I always end a session with a card reading if like you know my closest people they'll often say oh Rebecca can you pull a card for me for this or can you do this a reading for this and I do that but it's not something I offer on my website so this is the first time that I've actually offered readings to random people <laughs> obviously you're not random but you know to people that maybe I, I don't know in person or I've not worked with and it's and it's been really really good fun so I happily live my life like that in fact, when my um, sister came to see me, she was asking me about the charms. And she went, well, how do these things work then? And I said, oh, you just pick some. And I said, I, I throw them on this piece of paper, like a, a map. And I said, I can read the charms for you. And I can like give you a message. And she went, well, show me then. So she got some charms and she just threw them on a piece of paper. And on this piece of paper. And I went, okay, so what I would read from this is blah, 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 blah. And I just told her what I would read. And she went, how do you do that so quickly? She goes, you must have you must have known those charms were going to come up. Okay, I've got a box of like 700 charms and she picked them and threw them on my piece of paper. But somehow, you know, she's she doesn't live in the same world. <laughs> she doesn't have the same belief system. I said, well, do it again then. And she did it again. She's like, my God, how do you do it so fast? And I'm like, when I think about it, it's just like I'm just totally immersed in that world, you know, just being that connected to the world around me is just my lived experience and I don't know how else to be anymore 
that doesn't mean you have to be like that too you might just decide do you know what Rebecca I would just like to have access to my wisdom if I have a question or if I have an obstacle to overcome and that is absolutely perfectly valid and you might like I say you might want to put a container around it and just say to the universe I'm only going to do it when I've got this particular journal in front of me or I'm only going to do it when I'm, you know, using my oracle cards or my tool of divination. Then I want answers. The rest of the time, please be quiet. <laughs> Don't try and communicate with me. All ways of being are valid. I didn't even know that I was intuitive, really. I just, it's just always been my lived experience. And people started commenting to me about intuition. I was like, oh, really? And so, of course, you know, that came very much through my my energetic training and now it's you know <laughs> decades later it's just who I am I can't I can't not be it so yeah come over to any of my Instagram pages <laughs> I'll link everything in the show notes um and come and join me like I say if you fancy joining and playing along with my charm castings just um, send me a message ask me your question or ask for general guidance come and watch the ones I've already done see how I use the charm see how I connect with the the symbology because in that moment, I'm reading the charms, how the symbols present to me. If somebody else was reading it, those symbols might mean something else to you. And it's almost like that's how we create our own personal symbology as we walk through the world. So, you know, if you were walking along and suddenly a spider caught your eye, um, you might be like, oh, that's a message. Or if, you know, the leaves were swirling in a particular pattern or the clouds looked a particular way or you suddenly felt a particular way as you're walking down the street. All of that you can use as ways that the, the world is communicating with you, the way that the energy is communicating with you, your higher self, your consciousness, whatever it is you want to call it. It's like all of those are ways that you could explore that. Now, if you wanted to hone your skills in our magical community, if you're not a member, um, come and join us because every Monday I do a little intuitive challenge. I've been doing that intuitive, I do two things. I do one, which is an intuitive challenge and one is just like um, intuitive guidance for the week ahead. I've been doing that for over four years. <laughs> it's like, I am nothing but consistent. Um, so come and hone your skills every every week. Come and do that little challenge. Or like I say, join me on this um, Instagram page, the Intuitive Charm Casting page. And I'm doing intuitive challenges on there. I say the page has only been live for a few days, but I'm going to talk much more about intuition, connecting with your intuition. So if you have any questions on intuition, drop me a message, email me, drop me a, a DM and I'll do like an Ask Me Anything um, episode on we can do a whole intuitive another intuitive one so when you can connect with your intuition and I think this is why it's so important to me is that you can just cut through the noise of life you can cut through the shoulds the expectations and the judgments and actually really connect deeply and powerfully to your own power and your own magic so it just creates a much more fulfilling experience of life so if you have questions, come and ask, come and over into our community and let me know um, any insights you've had for today or any practices. And of course, what is your dominant sense? Is it something that you're like, yeah, of course, Rebecca, I love intuition. It's so easy for me. Or is it still an area where you're like, yeah, could do with like honing my skills a little bit. And if so, like I say, Instagram and our magical community, they're the places to go just to either ask your questions 
or just to practice those skills every week. And something I will just quickly say is like, if you do my little intuitive challenges, it's not about getting them right, which sounds really like a really odd thing to say. But when you, because what I usually do is I put three objects down often, recently, most often it's been charms. So I'll put three, three charms down and I'll say, right, I'm going to take away two. There's going to be one remaining, which is the one remaining. Now, you would think, well, you have to get it right for it to be correct. Well, that's great if you can do that. And it's a bit of a bit of a boost. You're like, yeah, I got it right. But equally, the reason we do it is so that you notice how you felt about the correct one, the one that was left. Because you might have thought it, oh, it's this one. Say it's number one, but you chose number two. And it's like, where else do you second guess yourself? Perhaps you felt it was number one, but heard it was number three and it was actually number one. So like, where else do you override with thoughts rather than trusting the feelings? Or maybe in that moment, perhaps there was, I don't know, a bee, a penguin and a wolf and you picked the wolf. And it's like, well, actually, maybe in that moment, the, the symbology of a wolf had a message for you. So, like I say, it's not about getting it right, but again, it's about learning to communicate with yourself, noticing how the world communicates with you, how your intuition communicates with you. So I hope you can come and join us in any of those locations. I'll put all the details in the show notes. Thank you for joining me. Have a fabulous weekend and start paying attention to how the world wants to communicate with you.